0: We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this beautiful Monday in Murfreesboro. Glad that you are with us. I'm excited to have with me in studio, Uh, Hans Melbranch. New director of the Blue Raider Athletic Association, fresh out of Louisiana and all points north, I guess. Hans, how you doing?
3: Doing great, doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, I'm
2: delighted to have you here, Hans. Uh, I, I'm a, for a lot of reasons most folks understand and know that I'm a big Blue Raider fan and always looking for ways to make the Blue Raider, Blue Raider family better. And uh, from what I've seen for the, the, the new team in town, Lee, DeLeon, uh, yourself uh, – Three others, four others, I guess, are part of the team. You might describe who those are. Uh, Things got a chance to be awfully good here.
3: Things are going to be great. It's a really exciting time to be a Blue Raider, Tim. Uh, Myself, Claire Friels, uh, our Associate AD for Development, Robert Sampson, Assistant AD for Development, Leanne Bruton, our Director of Special Events, and Caroline Gerhardt, all brand new to the staff. Uh, the five of us combined, um, I'm not sure one of us has been here longer than 90 days. So, uh, we're new, uh, but we're, we're ready to get, um, things going. And, uh, we've already been able to have some early wins and some successes. And, uh, we're excited to see where this thing takes us as we, uh, continue to build relationships here throughout Murfreesboro and Rutherford County.
2: We'll get into the new part here in just a minute, Hans, but let's talk about the old part or, or your background a little bit. Uh, share with folks, uh, where have you been? I mentioned Louisiana. I think the University of Louisiana is where you came from yep. most recently. But kind of share your growing up days and, and how you made it finally to Murfreesboro.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I was born in New York, but I really grew up in Chicago. Uh, that's where my family uh, was and, and kind of settled in. Uh, graduated from the University of Illinois in 2008. Um, but Tim, th- this body was not built for cold weather, man. <laughs> so uh, as soon as I got the opportunity after graduation, I moved down to South Florida Lived in um, Hollywood, Florida for about two and a half years and, and really been south of the Mason-Dixon line ever since. I've worked uh, at Florida Atlantic, Sam Houston State, uh, Mississippi State, most recently the University of Louisiana. Uh, was a Raging Cajun for the last two and a half years and, and then started up here on f- February 1st.
2: Your impressions of Murfreesboro, I, I know that you, you were saying off air that uh, they've been quite positive. Lee was very complimentary of Murfreesboro as well and when we, I had him on a couple weeks ago. But share a little bit about that.
3: Uh, Murfreesboro is fantastic. You know, my wife Taylor and I, we're really uh, overwhelmed by how much we love it here and, and how quickly it's happened. Uh, the people here are just phenomenal. Uh, the food is delicious. Um, you know the campus side of town over there on East Murfreesboro is really neat feels like a college town but then you just drive just 10 minutes to the west and you got the avenues and um, and kind of the Blackman area which really feels like a suburb of Nashville and so you really get the best of both worlds if I could uh, complain about anything uh, it's that the real estate market is uh, a killer right now (laughs) you know we want to we want to invest in a house and and get settled in and, and that's really hard to do but um, it just means that people want to live here, and, and that's a good sign. We want to live in a place where people want to live, and uh, Murfreesboro has been really good to us here early on.
2: It's not just Murfreesboro. As you know, the, 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 the everything's booming around Nashville. I think it's making that happen. I've got in-laws that have moved here from California, hoping to be near daughter yeah, uh, and grandchild and, and all, and they are here renting they can't find a house to buy
3: can't find any uh, in, in
2: nashville at all that uh that makes any sense so it, it it's kind of crazy you you got a few friends i know uh, chip walters and richard lewis are good friends of mine that are in the real estate business so i'm sure you're getting plenty of help and try, trying to find some place to go but uh will uh, share what the director of the braa does the blue raider athletic association what is the one two three job description things for you
3: yeah that's a great question you know my my role is really to oversee and manage the day-to-day operations of the Blue Raider Athletic Association under the leadership of our Athletic Director Chris Massaro uh, and our Deputy AD Lee DeLeon. Leon um, and so I'm in the office down at the ground level of the Murphy Center day to day working with our team uh, communicating the instruction that we're getting from leadership and the direction that we want to go. And then also managing up and and letting Lee and and Chris know what we're accomplishing, what roadblocks we're running into and and where we need help and where we're able to to, uh, make some headway. So uh, I'm kind of there in the middle, floating back and forth, uh, making sure that we're aligned with leadership and uh, and we're productive and and we're making things happen.
2: We're gonna take our first break. When we come back, I wanna ask you, Uh, a little bit about uh, why you hit your star, let's say, to Middle Tennessee and Lee and uh, Chris Massaro, Dr. McPhee and and all those kind of things. Uh, We'll be back with more on All Sports Talk right after this.
0: All sports talk on news radio WGNS on FM one Oh one point nine and AM 1450 Murfreesboro FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
2: Welcome back into all sports talk. Tim Tech along with Hans Mailbranch. I get this correctly. I t- told him I said De Leon and Mailbranch. We don't have any Smith and Joneses in the, in the house, but uh, glad to have you with us. Hans, uh, the uh i asked you the question before we left why middle tennessee you why lee de leon because you've had a obviously uh background with him and, and, and so you have a, i would have got to think a good working experience with him uh, why here because it it's obvious to, to those of his here that for those that are on an upward spiral uh middle, probably not the last stop folks want to be, but you got to be someplace where you can make sure that you grow and and become uh, accomplished in what you do to be attractive to the next place that you're trying to go to.
3: Yeah, you know that's a great question. Uh, and and I'll take them one at a time. Why, Lee? I think everybody wants to work for and with people that they know, that they trust. Uh, that they understand, that that understands them, and you hit it right on the head. Lee and I developed a very strong working relationship while we were together at Louisiana. Um, He knows what my strengths are, he knows what my weaknesses are, and vice versa. We complement each other really well. We were able to have tremendous fundraising success at Louisiana, raising over forty seven and a half million dollars in just two years. Um and, and we want to be able to replicate that and, and do that again. And why Middle Tennessee? You know, ultimately the reason is I really felt like God was calling our family here and, and we wanted to be faithful to that. What really piqued my interest though is when I was doing my research, Tim, I jumped online and I started reading the bios of some of the current staff members and I saw something very interesting Um, especially in our industry. You know, I found people on staff who uh, were not from here, who didn't go to school here, but they've been working here 39 years. Mm -hmm. I found another person who's not from here, didn't go to school here, but he's been working here over 12 years. And on and on and on, I I noticed there were people who this wasn't their home, This, this, this wasn't where they grew up, this wasn't where all their family was, and yet they stayed. And they stayed, and they stayed, and I said, there's something going on here there's a reason people have come here and have chosen to stay in the industry where you know every four or five years people tend to move on whether you're at a small school or a big school that's just kind of um something that's pretty normal in our industry but here in middle tennessee people stay and and i wanted to dig into that and figure out what that was uh and if that could be something that my family and i could take full advantage of you know, we we want to do that. We want to put down roots and build relationships and make friends. Um, and we want to stay if you guys will continue to have us.
2: Well, obviously, we we need people to be here continuous. One of the things I think you, you might also have seen, uh, we've got coaching staffs that have been here for long periods of time. And, and, and there, can, there can be positives and negatives about that for sure. But when you see coaches staying as long as Dean Hayes, for example, mm-hmm. you, I don't know if you had a chance to meet Dean or not, but – but uh, just an icon here. Yeah, uh, the, the, the had Olympic background and had chances to go lots of places and just decided, you know what? I'm just like where I'm at. I like my lifestyle. I don't have to be rich and famous necessarily. I just love it here.
3: hmm Yeah, it, it's a very attractive uh, place to be. I, I think I mentioned that earlier. Dean Hayes is actually from. Uh, the the Chicago suburbs Mm -hmm. where I'm from. And I never got a chance to meet him. I came in for my interview and and his door was closed when I walked past it and I was told that that's the office of the the legendary Dean Hayes and then when I came back and took the job he had already passed. But uh, I've heard the stories, but yeah, that's just another example. And when you look at our head football coach and uh, our women's basketball coach and, and on and on and again, you see people coming here and staying here a lot longer than what some would consider normal. There's something about this town, maybe. There's something about this campus. There's something about our administration and our leadership, and it's probably different things for different folks, but the point is, there's a stickiness to Murfreesboro, and, and we're here for it, Tim.
2: you got to imagine that a coach like Rick Ensel, who has won over 400 games in 17 years, which averages out to about 24 wins a year. Yeah, isn't that credible? Has had some opportunities to go someplace else, and chosen to stay. Of course, he's a middle Tennessee guy, He's a Woodbury guy. I mean, when I say Middle Tennessee guy, it's not just MTSU, but mm-hmm. that be the case. But let's l- let's get to the, the brass tacks. Why you have been on the other side? You have seen Middle Tennessee from a different perspective than I have. I my my glasses are blue. Uh, I've been in Murfreesboro way too long to to give it a <laughs> fair shot. But you've seen Middle from a different perspective. Yeah. What have you seen about Middle Tennessee that that from the from the past that like you liked about it and what would intrigue you about it and and then since you've been here uh how true has that been or, or, or or what have you seen that maybe is
3: not what you thought it might be you know from the outside you look at murfreesboro and its proximity to nashville and um watching the program matriculate from the Sun Belt to Conference USA and all the things that uh, they've been able to do, we've been able to do over the last few years. I felt like there was just some untapped potential. And I don't know if that's the right verbiage, but I felt like, you know, we really have an opportunity. If we can come here and be successful in our role, if we can build strong relationships in the community, if we can raise more money that we can reinvest into the program we could take this thing to another level tim i really believe um whether it's uh in the wins and losses category whether it's in the uh the recruiting and attracting you know world-class athletes whether it's in uh, building new incredible facilities that'll enhance the experience for our student athletes um i think we can grow I, i think we can get better um and specifically, when I thought about my role and the impact that I can have um, in that growth, I, I really got excited um, that that I could come in and we could build this team and we could take the program to another level. And what's really exciting for me, you know people ask me, well, you know Hans, you, you worked at this place and you worked at this place and now you're here like what what makes you loyal to, to one school over another? And my answer is really simple. I got a wife and two kids. Yeah. Um, I'm always passionate about the school that I'm working at because that's the community that I'm raising my family in. Sure. And I want Murfreesboro, and I want Rutherford County, and I want Middle Tennessee to be as great as it can be because that just means that my wife and my kids are gonna have better opportunities and when I'm not at work and when we're playing and when we're hanging out and when we're in our discretionary time that we're going to have options and we're going to be able to have fun and we're going to be able to go explore and so when MTSU gets this thing rolling and people are driving in far and wide to catch a football game or a basketball game or a baseball game what does that mean that means they're going to be spending their money in our hotels they're going to be spending their money in our restaurants and our city is going to blow up It just makes it better for everybody. And so I'm passionate about what we do because I want the very best for our student-athletes, and I can get more into that later if you're interested. Um, But it's going to transform the entire community, and that's what I'm really excited about. There's
2: an old saying that uh, high tide raises all boats. That's right. And and I think that's the message that, as Blue Raider fans and, and in your position for sure, you need to try to convince the folks that may not even be passionate Blue Raider fans to say, investment investing in the university as as a large or in the athletic department uh is something that enhances all of our ability to live a great life here
3: it's an investment in your community you don't you don't have to be an alum you don't have to be from here right um but you live here and you're paying your taxes here and you're raising your money here so why not make Murfreesboro as best as it can be
2: you've got a lot of competition for for sports dollars Nashville. The, the the good news is Nashville is growing, and it, which helps us. The bad news is Nashville is growing, which also makes the competition. The, the Titans are there. The, the Predators are there. Ma- Major League Soccer is now there with Nashville. I think it's SC uh, the new stadium is, that's there. NASCAR is coming back into Nashville. Yeah. So there's a lot of these corporate dollars that I know that you need to, to grab hold of because I, I made the comment, to, to, I think to you, I, I can't be a rainmaker. I, I just don't have the kind of funds to do that. But there are rainmakers that are out there that you need to get to and, and so forth. So how do you go about that?
3: Oh man, well that's a loaded question. I it think is. uh for one, you gotta be patient. Okay, we're we're playing the long game and so Um, there's nobody in our office that thinks that we're going to just be able to flip a switch Mm -hmm. and, and do those types of things and have relationships with all those companies and all those families. You know, someone made the comment to me the other day that, uh, I think 27 people move into, uh, Rutherford County or Murfreesboro every single day. And if we could turn each one of those into a season ticket holder and a donor and yada, 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 it's like, Well, maybe, but that's not really realistic, right? And so uh, what we do, what we're doing, is uh, our our staff, we're out there and we're doing stuff like this. We're in the community, we're speaking at the chamber and visiting with the Rotary and uh, being part of the United Way. We're getting involved, we're meeting people, we're building relationships, and we're communicating the message of the Blue Raider Athletic Association. uh, That We have a significant opportunity for people to invest in the lives uh, of young men and young women and really help them change the trajectory of their lives and their family tree. Uh, You think about it, these kids are 17 to 22, they're in college and they're they're just getting started. The experience that they're having now on campus at MTSU um, is is gonna change their lives, many of them, forever. Uh, And for many of those folks, the ability to come to school on scholarship was the difference maker. They would not have been able to do it without that. And so, you know, we just got to get that message out there and educate um, the community and educate our fans uh, on on where their money is going and be transparent about that. Let them know the type of impact that they can make when they do give. Um, and at the end of the day, if you have the capacity to give five hundred dollars a year, we want to encourage you to give five hundred dollars a year to us. That's rainmaking. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there there are plenty of, of people who can give millions, and that's incredible, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> and maybe you're not one of them. And so if we just sit back and we let those people do what they can do, but we don't get in the game, then we're, we're holding ourselves back. But if you can give $100 a year, man, give 100 And if you can give 1000 then give 1000 And if everybody does what they're able to do, It'll be a game changer. We'll be on another level.
2: Hans Mel Branch, our guest on All Sports Talk. We're going to take our break. Come back. Chip Walters will have our Blue Raider Insider Report. You're listening to All Sports Talk on WGNS.
1: I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins to your cell phone. Download the Weatherology app today, it's free in the App Store.
4: Good afternoon. Quite busy actually out here on the South Loop, the West Loop. Give yourself plenty of extra tie I-40's building as you head out towards Mount Juliet. Traffic's on the increase 24 towards the Jolton area. A little bit of radar earlier on 65 up through Robertson County. 6,000 like a Nolensville Pike that's Nipper's Corner on two cars involved there. Just busy 24 towards Murfreesboro. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check out all their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Disgruntled workers' day. At this moment,
0: (laughs) I am a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 615 893-1417 893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40% you may find it even costless. less. At State Farm when home and auto works as a team you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything.
2: You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get from my home, I got much more for it.
0: Visit our website at parksauction.com.
1: Hi there, Parks nine, nine, Auction, 896-4600. Six, Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports.
0: It's time... All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.
5: Well, good afternoon, everybody, and Blue Rider Baseball coming off a sweep at Rice. 21 runs off 18 hits was the story in Middle's thrashing of rice on Sunday afternoon 21-7. to Seeking its first sweep of the season, it was the most run scored in a game since the Blue Raiders scored 24 on Belmont back in 2018. It was an 11-run, 9-hit Blue Raider third inning that marked the second time Middle Tennessee scored 11 runs in an inning this season. They did it in February back in that second week of the season against Illinois. Following two singles to start the game by Fausto Lopez and JT Mabry, Lopez scored on a wild pitch for the game's first run, and then the floodgates open. So the Blue Raiders get the win. They led by as much as 14 to nothing, then 18 to two, and then uh, ended up winning it by a score of 21. So what does that mean in the uh, current standings in Conference USA? Well, Southern Miss uh, still leads the way as they won two out of three over the weekend, but the Raiders gain a game on Southern Miss. The uh, the Golden Eagles are now twenty and seven on the year. Louisiana Tech is now two games back at eighteen and nine. Middle is just three games back, tied for third place. Now, the Blue Raiders jumped uh, two spots up from fifth to a tie for third. They're at 17 and 10, tied with UTSA. Charlotte is 16 and 11, as well as Old Dominion and Florida Atlantic. So that is a four, a three-way tie for fifth place. UAB is uh, 12 and 15. Marshall nine and 18. FIU eight and 19. Western Kentucky, 7-20. and 20. And after the sweep this weekend, Rice falls to 6-21. and 21. The Blue Raiders are currently number 48 in the national RPI, so that's getting close to uh, being in potential at-large situations. Now, the schedule for the week is not easy. The Blue Raiders take on Vanderbilt, who is currently the number 3 RPI team. That's tomorrow night in Nashville. And then Southern Mississippi, who is ranked fourth, Uh, 14th in the country uh, last week, Uh, that will be the series this week. And the conference series will go Thursday, Friday, Saturday instead of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All right, track and field. Middle Tennessee's men's and women's track and field teams had 15 trips to the podium over the weekend at the Outdoor Championships in San Antonio, Texas. The 15 trips included nine total gold medals for the Blue Raiders. The men finished in sixth with 89 points. The women finished in third with 92 total points. All of the results can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. Men's golf, Michael Bernard and Nick Wolfe took the course this week at the NCAA Norman Regional at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club in Norman, Oklahoma. The tournament taking place today through Wednesday with 18 holes being played each day. Checking golf stat this afternoon, uh, at the turn, Michael Bernard was at even par going into the backside while uh, Nick Wolfe was at four over par. Uh, through 11 holes at last report. They'll be finishing up here in just a bit uh, to wrap things up for the afternoon. We'll keep tabs on them for the next couple of days as well. Okay, that's it from, uh, for this Monday. We'll have another update for you coming on Tuesday. A kind, friendly, and well trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895 3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. My guest today, Hans Melbranch from the Blue Raider
2: Athletic Association, new in town and uh, full of a uh, lot of energy. Hans, uh, what's the what's the biggest challenge that you see here? Uh, maybe something that. Well, l- let me say it this way: I'm an old educator, and I went to several schools. And each time yeah. I went to a school, I saw a little something different there. Yeah. Sometimes it was, why are they doing it this way? This is nuts and sometimes I saw why were we not doing that way before I came? We always learn something good and something bad about the place. So yeah. share a little bit about that. I, I, don't, I don't want you to put you in a hamstring position, but uh, what, what do you see that maybe is an improvement that you can make? And, and, and what have you seen that you think? And they're, they're doing things right here.
3: Yeah, great question. So uh, in the first two months that we were here, we were charged uh, by Lee to get out in the community and talk to donors, talk to season ticket holders, talk to fans, and um, just kind of get their read on, on the status of um, the Blue Raider Athletic Association because when he got here in November, he thought he picked up on a little bit of what we've been calling market confusion. And he wanted to see, was that just him or, or are people really confused about what the BRAA has to offer? And to make a long story short, there was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of confusion, and and so that was um, the biggest challenge that we faced early is like, hey, people don't understand, Tim, what we do. They don't understand what BRAA stands for. They don't understand where their money is going, the type of impact that they can make, and so we went to work immediately to try and rectify that, Uh, and it was about a couple weeks ago that we announced the modernization of the Blue Raider Athletic Association, and you can find more information about that in great detail at GoBlueRaiders.com slash B-R-A-A. Uh, but at a high level, there are eight ways that you can give, you can support the Blue Raiders, and you can make an impact on our student-athletes. Five of those ways are, fall under what we call annual giving categories, and three of those ways are legacy giving categories. And to summarize that, annual giving categories are an impact today, legacy giving categories are an impact tomorrow. An example of a legacy giving category is the Build Blue Capital Campaign, which I'm sure you've heard of, right? We're trying to raise over a hundred million dollars to construct and renovate new and existing facilities on our athletics footprint. We wanna change the landscape of our campus. We wanna enhance our offerings to the student athletes, Um, but that's tomorrow, right? You're gonna pledge that gift and give that gift today, and we're gonna build those buildings tomorrow. So those are legacy gifts. Well, when you renew your annual membership, what was formerly known as the Blue Raider Membership Fund or the Blue Raider Membership Drive, that's now called the Champion's Annual Fund. That's a gift that we ask you to give every year. You give $100 to your Champion's Annual Fund today, next year we're gonna come back and ask you to renew that support of $100 because that's money that we take in today and we spend today. That's money that goes to offset the expense of scholarships, Um, nutrition programs, sports performance, sports medicine, uh, championship rings, anything that we're doing on a daily basis, those annual giving revenues go to offset that. And our annual budget is $40 million. We got a lot of bills to pay. And so that's the best way that you can help us and make an impact today.
2: The old coach in me says that uh, a lot of folks don't understand that there are winners on the other side players on the other side, coaches on the other side, universities on the other side. They're trying to do the same thing, you know, and, and so there's competition out there, not just amongst ourselves in, in, in this community, but uh, amongst the others. And uh, it's it's important that we find a way to get that done because it's as challenging today as it's ever been uh, with the, the, the portal. Absolutely. I think you, you got to stay in focus with your own kids now more than you ever did before. Absolutely. NIL being able to spend money to, to, just directly to athletes, uh, and as I say, uh, when Middle builds something, Western's going to try something build bigger, and when they do that, Louisiana is going to try to build something bigger. I, I'm I'm of the, convinced of the idea that we're not going to be University of Tennessee, we're not going to be University of Kentucky, but we can be better than Louisiana Tech in North Texas. Now those are schools I think we got to compete against.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know I think if middle Tennessee state were able to maximize our potential it would be scary how competitive we would be able to be on the national landscape mm. we may be able to compete against tennessee we may not be able to compete against tennessee i don't know i can't really speak to that but if we could maximize our potential we would be scary good and the way that people used to talk about boise state in football yeah. and the way that people used to talk about cincinnati and basketball in the way that people um talk about ucf in football houston places like that uh those are g5 schools group of five schools same as us uh but nationally they're highly competitive they get a lot of notoriety they get uh on tell on tv uh you constantly see those names at the bottom of the ticker on espn man we can do that tim we can do that we have every opportunity to do that And from where I sit, it starts with building stronger relationships in the community and raising more money. We have got to get these facilities built. It's just got to happen. And we got to raise more money in our annual fund so we can keep paying our bills and and funding scholarships and and doing those types of things. Because, um, you know, while we're spending about $40 million a year, Cincinnati is spending about $65 million a year. Well, you can go and look at look it up at at how much they're paying their football coach and, and how much they're paying their basketball coach they're spending more money well they're also raising more money mm-hmm. right they're they're selling more football tickets right there's a lot of different revenue streams that go into an athletics department the development office is, is just one of them licensing going out to uh local stores textbook brokers and the bookstore and walmart and buying officially licensed mtsu gear we got a portion of that buying season tickets Right, that's revenue back to us. There's all kinds of different ways that people can get involved and help us grow. And again, as we are able to do more and more of that, you're going to start to see that translate on the field. And and I get it. I've been around long enough to know that it's the ultimate chicken and the egg situation. There's a lot of people who don't want to invest until we win, Um, and we're constantly trying to educate people that we need you to invest so we can win. Um, And I think both are true. Um, and it's okay, there's the room for everybody, but at the end of the day, we're, we are wanting to encourage people to educate themselves on the impact that they can make, how they can get involved, and then just do what you're able to do. And then you will see on the field, in competition, um, results like you've never seen here before.
2: You know, it's, you, know you, you, you bring new light to it, and that, that's one of the th- exciting things to me about Lee and the, the team that's been brought in. All brand new, and, and you don't see the the barriers maybe that that I see. You know, me and my buddies have been fighting through some things for fifty years, you know. Yeah. And so sometimes you 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 think, well, you, we can't do some things that you're saying we can do.
3: Yeah, we definitely can. You you get discouraged. You get discouraged, and I I understand that. Right, you try to do something for days and days or years and years you know you're trying to work out in the gym and and lose weight or gain weight or whatever and after a while you're like I you know you get discouraged and I get that and and maybe that's the advantage to being new I don't know but i tell you what I didn't come here and uproot my family and pull my kids out of school because I didn't think that we could do it I'm here because I'm convinced that we can do it and I also believe Tim that there are people in the community who want to help us be successful and we will grow this thing we had about 13 i think about 1390 members last year we want to grow that we raised 2.1 million dollars in total athletics giving last year we're, we're going to grow that we're going to get this thing rolling uh from an athletics development standpoint we're we're going to move the needle and we're going to do things that have never been done here before and i think the other areas of athletics the other areas of campus are going to follow uh, because we're a titan we are a sleeping giant in conference usa uh, and in the ncaa on a national stage Uh, people don't know it yet but i'm telling you it's coming it's going to happen and you're gonna be real excited when we get there because you and your buddies who've been trying to get there for 50 years, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen in your lifetime, and it's really exciting.
2: Sustaining it is the problem. We've been there before. You know, I I was at Vanderbilt when Middle Tennessee beat Kentucky in 1982 in NCAA basketball, which is a highlight moment for sure. Uh, Beating Michigan State as we did before, beating Syracuse in football, beating Missouri in football, beating Georgia Tech in football. We've had some glorious moments here. Uh, as, as good as any of it was maybe back in, I think, about 88, 89 when we played in NIT and hosted Tennessee, hosted Boston College, hosted Florida State, and wow. won all three games, and the place was full. You know, So we, we see what the, the, that can be, but sustaining it is the issue. I, I thought in 82, all right, we're on our way. The next year, you know, back down. And I think that's the ups and downs that, that you have to live with. Oh, we've got to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to kind of finish up on that. And then I just want to talk a little bit about what other things you got interesting in your life going on besides just the Blue Raider Athletics? We're talking to Hans Malbr- Malbranch on All Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Hey,
1: folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode
5: of my podcast exclusively on wgnsradio.com. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Nothing gets your attention like a happy client.
0: When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit
5: Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro.
2: And it was accepted on the first try.
5: If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamin Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. Quite busy actually out here on the South Loop, the West Loop. Give yourself plenty of extra
4: time I-40's building as you head out towards Mount Juliet. Traffic's on the increase 24 towards the Jolton area. A little bit of radar earlier on 65 up through Robertson County, 6000 block in Nolensville Pike. That's Nipper's Corner on two cars involved there. Just busy 24 towards Murfreesboro. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Check out all their flavors at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
5: We do it your way
1: at Sir Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzatn.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzatn.com and tap the location closest to you.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
2: Welcome back into the final segment of All Sports Talk, brought to you by First Bank. First Bank with offices across the state of Tennessee. It is based in the state of Tennessee, main branch right here in Murfreesboro, where we do our Banking with All Sports Talk. I encourage you to do the same if you have a chance for some some business opportunities. Hans Melbranch, director of the Blue Raider Athletic Association, my guest. Uh, we've talked a lot of nuts and bolts about that. Hans, uh, you're an NBA guy, NHL guy, uh, nice guy, guy. I, I got to think somewhere along the line, sports... Outside of Middle Tennessee and Louisiana, uh, coming come to your brain.
3: Yeah, college sports are, are my favorite. Um, in the professional ranks, oddly enough, man, I really like hockey. Born in New York, grew up in Chicago. Huge Rangers fan. Uh, I like I like the Blackhawks. I went to my first Predators game, Tim, a few weeks ago, and that was just electric. That was so much great atmosphere. Fun. Oh my goodness, There's a lot that to was learn so from them, fun. by the way. Yeah, and they were it was they were playing Calgary. And I don't, know, I don't know much about the standings this year, but I was told that Calgary's really good, and, and we were kind of on the fringe of the playoffs, went into overtime, went into shootout. We won. It was a late night, but it was so much fun. Uh, so I, I like NHL hockey, and, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Don't hold it against me. Yeah. That's my pro team. Um, but other than that, I'm on New York. So Yankees, Rangers, Knicks, uh, none of them are doing any good right now. <laughs> it's a, It's a tough cross to bear, but, yeah
2: the New York teams like the Rangers and Knicks for example have been not been there in
3: a long time long how time. long
2: since Willis Reed and and, and I mean it's, it's 30 years since the, the the Knicks have been really relevant in the NBA has been a long time
3: before that I'm not sure they've been relevant in my lifetime they went to uh they went to a finals with John Starks and lost to the Spurs but yeah it's they have not been good in the last 40 years.
2: you mentioned the family to share a little bit about that
3: yeah man my wife Taylor. Uh, is awesome. You, know, you got to meet her. She's from Houston, Texas, uh, born and raised in Houston, graduated from TCU. We have a five-year-old girl named Joby uh, and our three-year-old son, uh, Hans Christian The second He goes by Christian. Uh, they are awesome. Joby's going to be a kindergartner at campus school in the fall, and, and she is over the moon about that. And uh, uh, They're involved in youth sports now for the first time. So tomorrow I'm going to wake up early and we got a a t-ball game if the weather will allow it. And uh, we're we're having fun and just trying to take advantage of all that Middle Tennessee has to offer.
2: Hans, I was going to ask this early on. Your name, Hans, suggests something uh, uh, other than the U.S. Uh, What's the background of that name?
3: Yeah, that's a good question, man. Honestly, I don't really have a good story there. Both of my parents are immigrants from Haiti. Uh, they came to the United States when they were younger. My dad's name is Hans. Um, it's a, it's a Dutch name, and I don't know where my grandparents got it. Um, but yeah, we're just going to continue the legacy, I guess.
2: And that immigration thing. So you 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 lived the dream in lots of ways, being able to come. Your parents through your parents coming into a, a situation because I, I things have got to be better here than they were in Haiti, I would think
3: i don't know what they were like when they left but i I know that it's a real tough place to to live right now and uh we're very fortunate to be here and and have the life uh that we've had my my mom did a great job raising us and uh and you know i've had a lot of opportunities in my life even though living in different places i've gotten to meet some really incredible people and um and i don't think it's going to be any different here in middle tennessee
2: well it's it's as i say i have blue glasses and i've lived in murfreesboro since 1970 talking about you were talking about giving students opportunities to come and change their life mm-hmm. mtsu changed my life i grew up in southern indiana I came here as an 18 year old person uh, and if it weren't for mtsu and, and this will surprise you but i came here on a band scholarship really and, and what'd you in play band of blue uh, trombone that's where i met my wife all right my wife's a flute player from the band of blue and uh most of the, most of my good buddies, uh, even the, f- the football fans, are a band of blue people that we that we continue to hang out with. But the point being that because of that, my life changed. Because uh, at seventeen years old, I had no idea where Murfreesboro, Tennessee, was yep. or Middle Tennessee State. Uh, and, but it did change my life, hopefully for the better. I mean, who knows? If I'd gone someplace else, things would have surely been different. But uh, and, and 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 I know you're in the same situation uh, and looking forward to some great things in Murfreesboro. Uh, We've had some great success with our athletic teams here. I know there's a chart that you've seen about where Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee have led Conference USA for the last six years in the number of conference championships by a long shot. It's not even close. Uh, this past year, well, right now, we've got a t- tennis team ranked, what, 18th in the country 16th in the country, I guess it is. Yep. Golf team has won three, had won three straight ch- championships before. Uh, women's basketball did great. Uh, men's basketball, after a t- tough go uh, with – Coach Davis leaving and, and COVID hitting and all that kind of thing, but uh, Nick McDevitt's got things back on the right track. Uh, I, I got to think you're you're you got to be impressed with what we got going on athletically here.
3: You know, it's um, short answer, yes. Yeah, it's it's been really cool to look at the entire athletics program here. You know, it's so easy as a fan to just focus on football or men's basketball um or baseball or hockey depending on the part of the country that you're in but when you look at our athletics program when you look at our track and field program yes right when you look at women's basketball uh you mentioned our men's tennis program our golf program just on and on down the line we are having tremendous success um in a bunch of different areas our graduation rate rate right now uh, is tops in Conference USA. And, and I know a lot of fans don't look at that, think about that, consider that. And it's sad, but right, it's important.
2: Yeah, that we don't put much emphasis on that, but we don't.
3: It's it, important. I mean that that is what we exist to do to help these kids graduate, like I said and and put them on a trajectory to change their family tree forever. Uh, and that starts with um getting their diploma not championship rings and and that's important as well they are student athletes and and here at mtsu we focus on both but yeah i mean you hit it right on the head our men's tennis program as an example number 16 in the country 27 and Mm 4 win-loss record this year they've Uh, They beat Auburn, uh, they beat Louisville, they had a lot of incredible matches here. Um, They beat Arizona in in a tournament down in in Alabama last month and they are currently in Raleigh, North Carolina getting ready to play, I think at noon today, um, UNC Wilmington uh, in the NCAA tournament uh, with a chance to um, hopefully go on to the round of 32 and then ultimately the round of 16 if, if they can win again tomorrow. Um, but they're doing things right now that have never been done before. They're breaking records, they're setting new records, uh, and, and that's just one example, and I would say this to the community, anybody who's listening, if you're not a football fan, that's okay. If, you're, if you like the sport of tennis, you need to come out and support our men's and women's tennis programs. If you like the, the sport of golf, you know, come and check out our teams. We have teams, volleyball, right, softball, whatever sport you like whatever you're into whatever your kids are into if you got kids playing youth soccer bring them out to an mtsu soccer game and let them see um world-class athletes playing right in your backyard um that's where the fun happens that's where the magic happens and and just like you said tim there's a lot of great sport being played here in murfreesboro and we just want to encourage people to come out and check and, and support it
2: go over again Hansa what people can do if they if they would be interested aside from checking the website and in whatever what, what what can they do to to look at the supporting of MTSU athletics through the BRAA and, uh, and and how can they go about that
3: yeah if you have uh, if you're just curious I would I would encourage you first to our website go blue dot com slash BRAA you can always call our office that number is 615-898 2210 and we'll answer any questions that you have you can come by and see us tim uh, we're office at the ground level of the murphy center uh and we, we always have someone in there um, eight to five monday through friday um if you see us out in the community at an event please approach us um say hi i was out at at a a golf tournament yesterday and i met some former student athletes and some mtsu fans Uh, we are making ourselves available Uh, we want to know you we want to be known we want to answer any questions you have and we want to help you get connected Again, uh, if you're passionate about helping to fund scholarships or if you're passionate about simply funding um, one specific sport that you really love, if you want to help us grow into the future and build new buildings and endow scholarships in perpetuity and and make a lasting uh, impact, um, we have plenty of options and we would love to sit down and talk to you about ways that you can get involved in supporting the Blue Raiders.
2: We've got about a minute and a half left. Hans, share what you can about the Build Blue program in in that 60 seconds or so we've got.
3: Oh, man, Uh, it's a hundred plus million dollar campaign that's got multiple components to it. Uh, We're building a new outdoor tennis complex right on the campus of MTSU just outside of the Murphy Center. Uh, There's an existing uh, courts there, and we're going to replace those and and reconstruct those with a state of the art tennis operations uh, center. We got the Coach Peterson Champions Plaza that we're doing with baseball where we want to recognize his impact and the legacy that he has had over the years and, and, and what he's been able to do with MT Baseball. We want to build a brand new state-of-the-art student-athlete performance center that all 360-plus student-athletes are going to benefit from. It's going to have offices there. It's going to have a new weight room. It's going to have a recovery center, hydrotherapy, all the bells and whistles. Um, And that's really a huge piece, as you talked about earlier, competing. Uh, with, with the other schools that we're competing against. We're going to renovate the Murphy Center. All you basketball fans out there, we want to bring uh, a suite level to the Murphy Center. We want to bring the seats closer and, and really enhance that experience. And we also want to build, uh, really need to build an indoor practice facility um, with all the uh, incredible weather that we get here. Um, you know, we, we need a place for our teams to be able to practice indoors so they can continue to get the work in throughout the year.
2: Hans, if everybody that hates those steps going up into Murphy Center would give $10, You'd make some money.
3: We're gonna blow them up, man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna it, blow it, it, them up. It, it, we're gonna we're gonna drop that down, and uh, we're gonna have a brand new atrium that you can walk right into on the ground level. It's gonna be awesome. People are gonna be impressed.
2: Well, from a man who was in college when Murphy Center was a hole in the ground and being built, uh, the 50th anniversary, by the way, is coming up in in December. I guess it is. I'm sure that'll be a great That's celebration. Right. We're, we're out of time, Hans. We can't get anything more done. We'll get you back on again sometime.
3: That sounds great. Thanks for having me, Hans
2: Melbranch, our guest on All Sports Talk, Day. Monty Hale will be back in tomorrow. Thanks for listening. All
1: sports talk on News Radio WGNs has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lam and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ear's Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.